0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Three Married Dudes podcast. I am Colin, Nick, and Steve are also here.
1: Howdy, howdy. Hey, hey.
0: Nick, I think that we should go with a crop top that says howdy, howdy. I think that would serve our needs the best. Like it would, I, I would agree yeah. completely. I mean, I, I want him to wear to a, a big cowboy you know hat.
2: A big cowboy hat that says howdy, howdy on it.
0: Something. He's got to have something. When we, a belt we, buckle. I don't know a belt buckle when I we, like that buckle, when we take the world over and we're, <laughs> we're listened to you know syndicated on radio all over the world Nick and we have like live streaming video Nick has to wear one of those like 15 gallon cowboy hats that say howdy howdy on it it's got no, a when we,
2: we do live events do live events and we meet people and say hello to all our our fans all Nick has to earth. wear the giant cowboy hat and crop top shirt
0: crop, belt 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 shirt. Buckle. crop top shirt <laughs> yes that would be a sight to see for sure. All right, guys. So today, uh, as promised, we are going to talk about father-in-laws, um, what we think, how you know what the process has been so far in marriage, in in engagement, and you know through having kids and you know asking for their daughter's hand in marriage and how the relationship has gone from start to finish. Um, kind of our take, what we have done individually and where we are now. I think that it's um, kind of most appropriate to um, have Nick lead off again because he's, yeah. got, he's got kids. He's got, obviously, a father-in-law, um, and he's honestly been married the longest, so his opinion kind of holds the most weight when it comes to this. Um, I, can, I can chime in, and then Steve can... Can jump in the the batter when it comes. Well, to, you know,
2: I can talk to about preliminary stuff. That's I mean, what I'm saying.
0: Like your your yeah. per, your preliminary action yeah. before marriage. Well, and Steve
2: you.
1: and I are going to have the same father-in-law, so I'm kind of interested in what he has to say compared to what I have to say compared okay. to our experiences together compared to everything else. There's a lot of comparisons.
2: Yeah. I'm well, uh, as Nick, I'm sure we'll talk about. He 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 loves to say this all the time to me, but he set the groundwork because he married the first daughter. I uh, did his father-in-law soon to be my father-in-law so he did all the the groundwork for me and i just laid back and you know everything was easy going for me so thanks nick you're welcome
0: okay so nick let's uh i'm gonna go ahead and 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 start it by you know asking you know kind of generic softball questions and then uh, you get more detailed and you know take it as far as you want to go but what was your relationship like you know, before you guys got married while y'all were dating, you know, through the entire process ever, you know, top to bottom and where, where are you at now where, um, he's got grandchildren and, you know, how has your relationship evolved over the 10 million years that you guys have been together? Uh,
1: well, you know, when I first came around, you know, he, uh, he liked me a lot more than the ex-boyfriend. So that was, that was a good win right there. It's a solid way to start. Um, but. You know my father-in-law he's a very nice man but he's also very quiet like he doesn't talk a lot so you know especially when I first came around he, he you know was just like hey Mr. Harris and I called him Mr. Harris until I actually married his daughter and then I called him Adam um, out of respect just because you know that's kind of the way I was raised always be respectful um, and he would just kind of and he would just kind of look at me and be like, "Oh yeah, yeah," kind of mumble at me. You know, he's he's not a very talkative guy. You know, and as the years have gone along, he's he's definitely, you know, a lot more open. But at the same time, like, you know, our relationship with each other is not, you know, it's not bad. But we're not, we we're we're not friends. You know, we're we're not gonna hang out you know, and, and do things together. You know, if he needs my help with something, he knows he can always call me. I have no problem. I come help him. You know, if I need his help, I can always call him, but it's not something where, you know, I'm going to call him on any given Tuesday and go, Hey, Adam, uh, what are you up to? What do you got going on? Things like that. You know, one of, uh, you know, my brother-in-law, you know, he calls Adam like three times a week and they just talk. I don't, I don't know what they talk about, but that's what they do. They're a little bit closer than we are. Um, But he's a little bit different than I am. You know, um, for me and Adam, pretty much we talk the most when we're watching sports on TV. I mean, that's pretty much when we talk the most. We just talk about the sports that are going on and, you know, what we think and stuff like that. And, you know, other than that, our relationship is kind of simple. You know, I respect him. He respects me. And we kind of go at it from there.
0: Have you had any instances where I – I mean at least in, in, in my relationships, not necessarily with, with my father-in-law or, or anything like that, but in professional relationships when you have a situation that rivals something of what you're talking about, there is always that issue that hot button topic that's something that comes up that will lead not necessarily to conflict but you know when you when you run into the, the old conversation where it's like he respects me and I respect him, you know that's almost the immovable object and the unstoppable force meeting each other. So, has there been a um, an instance over the years where you have had something like that, where it's like, all right, there's a there's this, and I'm not crossing this line, and he's not crossing that line, and you know, Kristen's kind of in the middle of it, and and if so, what has you know what happened and and how did it affect you? Or were you able to bounce back from it, you know, and and continue your relationship to the point to where you're necessarily civil with each other, but, you know, can actually stand to be around each other for extended periods of time.
1: Um, luckily between my father-in-law and I, we've never had any situations where that has happened, you know, and if, if something like that were to happen, I would probably just, for the sake of my wife, I would probably just back down and let it go just because, you know, that's her dad and I'm not trying to put her in a bad situation. That's not what I want to do. Now, I have you know, made my mother-in-law pretty angry you know, one time and but, you know, Adam, I really haven't. I haven't said anything. He hasn't said anything. We just kind of, you know, we just kind of don't talk about stuff like that but every so often.
0: Okay. Well, Steve, I mean, you obviously have a, I'm sure, a completely and totally separate um, viewpoint of Adam, and uh, you know, you guys are, you and Kayla are not married yet, so he has already gone through it a couple times. Um, you know, what's your been, what's your experience been? Not, and this is not. Before we get any further down this, this is not saying that he is a bad person in any way. You know, when I've met him. No, um, absolutely not. No, he's very friendly with me, and I and I want to make that very clear before we get any further, because it can sound sometimes for the outside listener that that you know we're just grilling these people, and that's not our intention at all. It's kind of no, our, no. our, it is our viewpoints on something that can be very intimidating, which is coming into somebody else's family, and and necessarily making our mark on what would traditionally be known as the head of a household that you are coming into. So I want to make that clear before we get any any further. So Steve, you're up, buddy.
2: Alright, well, well my first interactions with, with him uh, you know, all good, but like Nick said, he, he is a quiet guy um, which is kind of hard for someone like me because I'm pretty quiet when you first get to you know me. You are loud! No, I'm just kidding. You're not loud. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty quiet unless you know me. Uh, and then I will talk to you, but I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty chill unless, you know, we're buds, you know, I'll, I'll shoot the shit with anybody, but, um, you know, two quiet guys don't necessarily make for a lot of conversation. <laughs> so it was hard for, I'm sure him to get to know me and for me to get to know him at the same time. Um, but you know, everything positive, you know, uh, um, we, like Nick said, talk sports a lot uh when we do talk and you know it's it's there seems to be a mutual respect you know we get along i have nothing no ill will towards him i don't think he i think he likes me which is good um at least i hope he likes me he i guess he does um you know i'm pretty sure he would let me know he's the kind of guy that i think yeah. he, he lets he will let you know where you stand or you can tell uh, he's very least, much a straight shooter yeah straight shooter which i i really really respect and like because that's me too i'm a Straight shooter, I'm gonna tell you where you stand with me. So you know, I I don't keep my opinions, you know, to myself as much as I probably should. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah, all is good. You know, Nick set set the groundwork yet. Yeah, see, they're both nodding. You guys can't see, but yeah, I don't I don't <laughs> always keep my opinions to myself. Sometimes I should just shut up, but I don't, and that's just too bad. Um, but uh, you know, but yeah, you know, it's been good. Um, when I, you know, funny story is that. Um, I had known I was going to ask Kayla to marry me, but I was trying and trying and trying to get Adam alone. He will Mr. avoid Harris. you if he thinks it's coming. And He'll avoid I don't know, you. You tried I don't to avoid know whether, me. I don't you know whether he was me. avoiding me, but every time no, he did. I was around him, It was there was 20 people around. You know, Either Kayla was around with me, or we were at a barbecue or some kind of family thing where... Aunts and uncles were standing right there. Now, you know, I'm not going to make a big spectacle of it. I want to talk to a man-to-man. So I was waiting to, like, get him alone or at least be able to have the opportunity to pull him to the side and be like, hey, I need to talk to you by ourselves. But literally for, like, the whole month that I was gearing up to do this, it kept on coming, and every time it was someone was lingering around him. Like, every time, I'd be sitting there going, his wife would be right next to him, or Kayla would be right next to him, or the aunts and uncles, or whoever it was. You know, I wouldn't have cared if it was Nick right next to him, because I would have just pulled him aside or whatever, but it was it was other family members. So, you know, well, I didn't want to tip my hand at anybody.
1: Right, I'll tell you this, and I, I don't know if, Colin, you had this experience, too. Like, you know, my father-in-law kind of knew it was coming when I was going to ask him. And he would like try (laughs) super hard not to be like in the same room with me around me by himself. Like, and he did the same thing for, for Nate, who is my brother-in-law. And he did the same thing for Steve. So our father-in-law had four daughters. So he's got four girls and every single, you know, fiance or boyfriend or whatever. He, if it, he feels like it's close, he will try to avoid being in a room with them by himself as much as he can. And like, you know, the longer I've been there, he has a good time with that. So Colin, what about you? I mean, did your father-in-law like try to avoid you is my question for you?
0: No, he did not um, and, <laughs> and the reason uh, for that is he only has one daughter um, and uh, Callie and I I forget how long we've been dating not not terribly long. I'd say probably two years um, And he didn't know it was coming and I shocked him with it. I had a very long please
2: tell the story <laughs> Yeah, you need to say it now, <sighs> and we'll get back to me whenever you're done. Yeah, because you, know, you interrupted me.
0: Well, you're welcome. I, I got a, I got questioned here. I was, I was being. Silent. It was more,
2: it was more Nicholas than anything. else. But yeah, go so ahead. So
0: anyway, um no I, I had a very long conversation with my father because i knew i was going to ask him to to marry callie and my dad said you know the the element that you need to go for when it comes to, to something like this is shock. He, i remember him saying it like shock
2: it, like, it all baby goes, shock oh, it you off. shocked and all just like, wait
0: gotta, for this you ladies you gotta, and gentlemen you got <laughs> to shock and all and i was like well, what do you mean he's like you got to get him in a position where he doesn't realize that it's coming and you got to just slam him with it and i had a big speech I was like I had I had practiced in the mirror. I was ready to rock and roll.
2: What is it with you and, and practicing beforehand and just not doing it at all? I don't
0: know man. I've always <laughs> yeah, been man. You
2: I, practice and you got everything down on paper and then you just go for whatever's whatever you're feeling at the yeah, moment. It's, I don't I, know why you even bother.
0: I think that the reason that I do that is in my mind. I know that it's coming and I feel like I need to do something even though what I decide that I'm going to do is almost never what ends up happening. So anyway, <laughs> I, I practiced it. I had this big long speech and I called my dad and I read it to him and he goes, no, throw it away. We're not. You're not doing any. of that." <laughs> and I was like, dad, are you serious? Like I worked a long time on that. Like I got it down, like ready to go. And he goes, this is what you need to say. You ready? Mr. Scott, I want to marry your daughter. That's it. That's
2: it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, sure enough. And Sweet like, and to the point. I like it.
0: I was like, Are you, Dad, like, come on, you gotta, you got to do something, a little fluff piece. And he goes, no. He goes, if you, if you hit him with it right off the bat, right, just bang, here it is right in your face. He said he's going to have to come back at you with an answer. And if he's not ready for it, he's not going to have time to formulate that answer. Right? He said, but if you give him this big, long speech, he's going to know it's coming and he can formulate an answer during your speech. He's like, you want to get him in a position where it's not something that he's familiar with and he's not, you know, ready that ready for to to answer the question. Straight out and, of left field. Straight out of left field, and you want to hit him with a one sentence. Or like
2: And you know what? That is a smart man right there. Yes, it is.
0: He goes, he's like, you want to just be like, Mr. Scott, uh, I'm thanks for sitting down with me. I want to marry your daughter and I'm looking for your blessing. He's like, bang, be done, like walk away. He said, because he's going to have one no chance to come up with an answer. Yep. He's not going to have something clever to say. It's going to have to be right. What's on the top of his head? And it's usually going to be yes, or it's going to be absolutely not. And then you guys can, you know, battle royale it. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I can tell the story. I mean, it uh, later when I guess it, it gets to my turn. But I mean, that's 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 how I was. I He did not avoid me at all. I, I just I hit him with it just like bang. But. Steve, go ahead. Finish. 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 Well, finish.
2: well, Nick, go ahead and tell you know the story about how you asked Mr. Harris, and I'll say what happened with me.
1: All right, well, let's let's You'd go really to the say stories. It. We'll we'll start. Yeah. We'll start with me, then we'll go to Steve because we have the same follow and We'll go to Colin over there.
0: Well, hang <laughs> on. Right, so Nick, uh, I, yeah. I forgot. Before we do that, why don't we go ahead and take a break for a second, and uh, we will talk. Uh, about next week's episode, or uh, we got a, we got a bunch of things in the hopper for those of you who are so generous as to listen. We've got a couple guests that we've got lined up that we're going to try to get on the podcast. Some really seasoned guys that I think are going to you know shed a lot of light on some really good topics. But our next topic that we are going to discuss as the um, the three married dudes in this normal format is going to be paternity leave um we have talked quite a bit individually about it nick's obviously had kids i'm you know i'm in the boat Um we want to talk about paternity leave we want to see how you know each of us feel about it talk it out you know hash all that out so with that being said tune in next week hit us up on social media that whole thing so nick uh go ahead back to the story sorry to interrupt you all
1: right so for me you know i'm the first i'm i'm number one not only am i the first it's his oldest daughter and he is Probably, you know, the closest to her, I would say, than really any of them, except for maybe Kayla. Um, And the reason is, you know, he didn't have any boys, so if he taught anybody how to use a screwdriver or how to hammer a nail or anything like that, it was always Kristen, which is my wife now. So, we were at the farm in North Carolina, and all the girls were riding four-wheelers. And I finally got him by himself after many an effort to get him by himself— you know, and it's I difficult. I kind of did I kind of did the exact opposite of what uh, Colin's dad suggested. And you know, I gave him the whole, you know, i I love your daughter with all my heart, and she makes me happy every day. And you know she's wonderful. she's great, you know, and I want to know if you'll let me marry her. And I gave him too much time to think of an answer. So he looked at me <laughs> and he goes, and I'll never forget. He goes, Nick, you know, I knew this was coming. And I said, okay. And he goes, you have my blessing, but if you hurt her, I will kill you. And I said, yes, sir. So that's how I got my blessing, right? That's kind of my story. Now, what makes me kind of angry is my brother-in-law, when he asked, right, my father-in-law looked at him and goes, yeah, Nate, you can marry my daughter. We'll go fish it. So he offered to take him
2: fishing, but he said he'd kill me. So a little bit of a difference in the answers that we got. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Well, you know what? You're gonna get mine too, and then maybe make. Oh, I'm make ready, you a little I don't better. think I've ever heard yours. So I'm ready. Okay. So, as you, as we know, if you've been listening to the podcast, how I asked Kayla, we were on a family vacation. Um, but the problem was, is that like I said before, I I was trying to ask him for a month, and it just wasn't happening and it was literally the day before we were leaving and it was like i can't get this guy i even tried to go to the house and meet him and by by myself but it was hard without tipping my hand to kayla that i was going to go over there for no reason and you know i didn't want the i didn't want anyone in the family to know i was going to ask because i know them you tell one of them something and all of them know it within 10 minutes that's just the way it works and that was it yeah, you guys knew just because i was I had asked Kristen's opinion about the ring. So yep. you that's the only reason Kristen and Nick knew is that, you know, and I didn't even tell them that I was asking either, but they they knew it was coming. I knew. um yeah. Um, so you know it's it's the moment of truth. I'm like, man, I, I can't get this guy alone. I just said, forget it. i I got his uh, number from uh, Nick. And I called him and left him a message and I sent him a text and I said, I need to talk to you. Can you please call me? Because he didn't pick up. He was at work. He calls <laughs> me back like two hours later on the phone and is like, hey, Steve, what, what do you need? You know, and, and he was like, well, I'm pretty sh- sure I know what you what you need. Uh, and I said, yeah, well, yeah, as you probably know, I love your daughter and I want to marry her and I'm looking for your blessing. I was pretty much as short and simple as that, just like Colin's dad said, which was funny. Um and he gave me the exact same line he gave to you, Nick. So that should make you feel a lot better. And he said, Steve, I, I knew it was coming. Um, you know, you have my blessing. Very happy to have you in the family. I, you know, I can't wait for that. But if you, you break her heart, I'll kill you. You know, and I was like, whatever. I respect that. <laughs> you know? He didn't offer to take us fishing. <laughs> no. he. I, I have something that both of them don't have, everyone out there, is that I have an older sister. So... I saw my own father go through Mm. the challenges of seeing his baby girl, and that's the way you have to look at it, you know, that's his baby girl, um, and, you know, that instinctual I need to be, that parent, protector, whatever you want to call it, whether it's right or wrong, it's just the way it is, I think, for most dads, you know, you want to protect your daughter, and, you know, it doesn't matter who it is, whether it's the greatest guy in the world, no one's good enough for your daughter, you know? And my dad loves my my brother in law and I love my brother in law, but I you know, I know he still struggled with the fact that, oh my God, my baby girl's getting married. I right. mean, that has got to be just a a complete, you know, that's gotta mess with your mind as a dad. I'm and Nick, I'm you'll, Nick, you'll I'm go through that, that one day. <laughs> no, we're not you no, will sir. go through that one day, my friend, where no, it's sir. just like, man, there is no one good enough for your daughter. And now this there guy no is, no asking for his, is asking for my blessing. You know, if I have a girl, I, I bet you I would struggle with that, you know. So I can understand I already have him a plan, or my dad or Nick in the future. You have a plan? Yeah. That's probably a good go idea. I'm going to buy a pellet gun
1: from Walmart. The first boy <laughs> who comes over, I'm just going to open the door and shoot him right in the
2: shin with it and slam the door back shut. Outside. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to do this. We're going to do this like Will Smith, and you're going to be the crazy dad, and I'm going to be the crazy uncle and be like, yeah, I'll yeah, go back to prison. Bad boys, too. Yeah for bad boys too.
0: Welcome to but, welcome to the first dinner young man at the Wyndham Household. <laughs> All new guests sit outside.
2: <laughs> you
1: see sure, that table it's outside? Raining. I don't care. I don't, don't care. care. Sit <laughs> in
2: your car. <laughs> Not with my dog. All right. <laughs> All right, Colin. Go yes, ahead, best buddy. Best for last. All right. This is amazing by the way. So oh, hold on to your Hold on to your seats.
0: So I uh, I had quite the story. I, I t- obviously, I told my dad about it, and he gave me the advice that, that I, I said. So I got a phone call kind of out of the blue, to be honest, from um, my now father-in-law. Uh, my brother-in-law is a, an attendee at Virginia Tech um, and at the time was wrestling and um, at Tech. And uh, I got a phone call from Jeff who said, Hey, uh, if you want... They're having the ACC Championship game um, or the ACC Championship at Virginia Tech this year. Uh, why don't you come up and go to the wrestling match with me? I lived about two hours away from him. So I had to wake up at about 7 a.m. or no, no, not 7. I had to be there at 7. So I had to get up at like 4 to get there by 7 and drive. You know, I just, I was driving the whole time. It was in the middle of the night. I was trying to get there. He was super surprised that I said yes. So he asked me, and I was like, yeah, sure. I'll come. I'd love to come, and I told my wife. That, that she, was
1: yeah. a nice thing to say, like, yeah. yeah, why don't you come on, Colin? He's not going to say, okay,
0: you're coming. I said, I'm coming. Yes, I, I'm in, and he was like, and he was probably like, oh, shit. Yeah, he was like, you can. I mean, he wasn't mad about it, but he, you could tell. <laughs> that it like, was like, oh, okay. oh, like, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, right. Oh, you're actually coming now. I have obviously been looking for a time to get, you know, to get him one on one. And, but you know, we lived quite a ways away and I wasn't at his house that often. Um, so I get up there and, and as you can imagine, as we said, I, the entire drive up there, I am like practicing what I'm going to say. Just, you know, I tried different speeches. I tried the short and sweet version, the whole thing. Right. So I get in the car and I'm, I pick him up at his house and we're, you know, we're on our way to Virginia Tech and I pick him up and we get outside of his, uh, uh, at the end of his driveway and I look at him right in the face and I chickened out. I went, Nope, okay, nope, we're we're not gonna do this. And I started driving away. Like I just backed up and on we went. And in the middle of the road, like as we're driving, I'm like, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I backed out. Like I came all this way, you know, there's no what am I done? Big Nancy. You big Nancy. <laughs> You're so, a chicken shit. I stomped on the brakes. <laughs> I stomped on the brakes in the middle of the road. And I just stopped and he goes, whoa, whoa, what's going on? I looked at him. I said, Jeff, I want to marry your daughter and I'm looking for your blessing. Just like that. Just, (laughs) I just threw up right (laughs) on him. Now, imagine like stepping on the brake, Shock it all, baby. Shock shock it all. Like literally.
1: Definition of shock it all.
0: Shocked him to the core. So he looks at me and I hit him with it. Just, I mean, like we're talking like six words here, like bang. And he just staring at me. RKO and, out and of he nowhere. And he goes, yes. And I and I went, all right. That, I mean, and, and, then we, and, and then we started five? back. And then we started back towards, uh, and then we went on towards Virginia Tech. But, in total silence. No, not in total silence. He got, <laughs> the funny part, was, uh, all of that's funny, but it, it, he got kind of his wind. I don't know, probably... I'll be conservative. I'll probably say five minutes after that happens. So after the initial <laughs> his heart shock, has,
1: it felt like it's exploding <laughs> you slammed on the brakes.
0: So he gets <laughs> his, he gets his wind from, uh, uh, from that shock, probably five minutes later. And by this time I've already asked him, he's already said yes. Right. So there's no take, no takesies back season. <laughs> no, you
2: can't take it back. You already said
0: yes. I got you. Yeah, You can't take it back now that, now that we've done it. So he, he gives me the, the normal, you know, I love my daughter very much and blah, bada blah, 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 that whole thing. He gave, he gave me that whole thing. Uh, he asked me about when I was going to ask her and then down the line, but um, yeah, I, I about didn't do it, and I talked myself into it and then out of it and then back into it, it while I was driving, stepped on the brakes. and But I, I think the funny part about that entire story is after that, I had to sit through a wrestling match, which I don't know if any of you have ever actually sat through an entire they wrestling match. They take forever. It was like 7 in the morning until, I mean, I got home at like 10 p.m. back to his You're house, and then I had a two-hour drive, yeah. and they thought it was the greatest thing in the world, and I just... Oh, my God. Hated, Hated it. Hated it. Remember, <laughs> I wrestled <laughs> in
2: high school. There were tournaments that would start. At, you'd get there at 6 in the morning, and then you wouldn't get out of there until after midnight. So. I mean,
0: I was I, I was there yeah. for the 11 seconds that it took for me to ask him, and once that was done, I was like, sweet. Now I'm going to Virginia Tech, and I'd never done it. i was ACC Going to Tech to
1: get some nachos and get watch some, some dudes in singlets. And that's it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I sat, I sat with... Um, because I mean, this is a big thing, right? Right. Uh, their the big went smelly went gym. Like, yeah. They, well. Well. No, it's in Castle Coliseum. So I mean, it's it's their basketball. It's arena. nice. Mm-hmm. So um, they went with like Gavin, who was there, who's my, now my brother-in-law. He went with a bunch of his friends right? He didn't want to sit with me. I mean, you know, I don't blame him. I was, I was, yeah, my sister's boyfriend's here. That's cool. Right?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, he's going to be my brother-in-law now. Great. (laughs) He's over there. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) He's also like, I don't know how I think he, he is almost seven years younger than me as well. So it does not, none of this helped like none of it helped my cause. So like his friends were there and they drove separate the whole thing. So I sat through this wrestling match with Jeff and then the parents of Gavin's friends. So I sat with them through this whole thing and oh my gosh. Just bash my brain in. Hey, tell us a little bit about Jeff because
1: we've talked. We've talked about our father-in-law Steve's future father-in-law. Tell us a little bit about Jeff before we get out of here.
0: So uh, old Jeff robe. He is uh, he's very intimidating that's that's the way to word it jeff is jeff is a very intimidating guy he's not he's not he, a big guy no he's not he's that's not funny a,
2: i didn't get that when i met him i didn't see that but obviously you get not a little different his daughter um exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah i was gonna say you're not married a little different to him, dynamic
0: yeah. i uh the first time i met this will give you everything that you need to know the first time i met jeff ever uh you know hello mr scott my name's colin nice to meet you that whole thing and He no, I I think I just shook his hand. I said, "Hey uh, or hello, I'm Colin." And he said, he shook my hand. He said, "Hi, I'm Mr. Scott." He introduced himself to me as Mr. Scott, and I was like, "Pretty much told you
2: how you're gonna go."
0: God, here it comes, right? Jeff is very very intimidating. He's a very caring person, and Nick, I think it's we're the opposite. On, on father-in-laws. I have a great relationship with him. I, I think so. I mean...
1: Well, I'm not saying my relationship is no, bad. No, 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 I know, I know. It's just I know. not I mean, like... I do call Buddy, him buddy.
0: Right. I will text him, and he will text me, and we don't have very long, drawn-out conversations by any means, but, you know, I'm a huge, rabid Florida Gator fan. Like, I, I have always been a Florida Gator fan. Go Gators. go Gators! Go Gators! And, like, last night, the Gators won, and he sent me a text. He's like, go Gators. You know, the whole thing, Right? We have we have taken on several new hobbies together, things that I have never done in my life. He has introduced me to things that he has never done in his life. I've introduced him to and we're pals. But uh, Callie and I have been together. We're going on six years now, which is insane to say that. But we're going on six years now. I would say the first two, uh, maybe a little bit a year and a half, I would say, to be conservative. Uh, We're not like that. I mean, we were we're very I don't want to say standoffish That's the wrong word, but it was very apparent that it wasn't that he didn't uh, approve of me But it was he thought that I was gonna be a phase He thought that Callie and I were gonna date for a little while and that was gonna be it so why would I even bother with this guy which is completely understandable because I was a senior and she was a freshman and he saw, you know, he's a guy. He obviously, you know, saw what he thought was going into the situation, which I would have too. Let's be fair there. But after that probably two-year mark and when I asked him for um, his blessing to marry Callie, I I mean, it, it changed completely. I mean, obviously we have had very serious conversations and we've had very, um, you know, life decisions um, that have happened, and very serious things have happened within their family. They've lost some family members. Um, mm. Callie has lost um, both of her grandfathers in the time that we have been together. Um, wow! And you know, I, I was there through all of it, and, and I had to go through some very serious times with Jeff and with the the, the entire Scott family. Um, something in which I have been lucky enough to not have happened um, in my family. Um, so I was unused to. I wasn't used to it. I, I had never done it before. And I was in a situation where I felt kind of like an outsider, but I wanted to, you know, help as much as I can. And when you go through something that is as traumatic and is as difficult as as losing a family member, you tend to get a lot closer. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. I, I have a great relationship with my father-in-law. I would go to him for, for anything. I hope that he knows that he can come to me for anything. Not that I have anything valuable to give. (laughs) 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 Grandchildren. That's about it. That's about it. (laughs) If, if he needs anything, I hope that he knows that, that, you know, there's, Anything that I can do for him, I always will. But I mean, we have a, we have a phenomenal relationship. And a point that needs to be made before we we close this thing down is, I grew up in a family that was not that way at all. And and I, to be honest, I completely. Growing up, I knew nothing but having a bad relationship. My my father does not get along with my grandmother or grandfather on my mom's side. So my mom's parents and my dad do not get along. They despise each other in their totality. Like, it's, they are the vein of each other's existence. Like, I'm talking, they will go and they will be civil, but it is just, I mean, they just can't stand each other. And when you grow up in a situation like that, you kind of expect it, like it's something that is—it's it, not—it's not every day, obviously, because the <clears throat> excuse me, we went out; they went out of their way to stay away from each other, but they've always hated each other. And I—I kind of went into you know when Callie and I got started to get pretty serious, I went into it expecting it to be bad because Jeff is an intimidating guy to begin with, to me at least. um He's very stern uh, and very serious most of the time, and I, I kind of expected it to be bad, but. I mean, I love him to death. I, I I really do. I'm not I I'm not really the type of person that would hold or you know pull any punches when it comes to this, but you know I was raised like I said in a situation where that was not the case, and I went in fully expecting it to not be the case, but it absolutely right. is. I mean, I, I love him to death. I mean, it would he makes what Callie and I do with her. You know, we're five hours away from them. Um, and she's in medical school and, you know, I, I'm tagging along for the ride. Mostly she, he makes what, what we do at least on, um, the Scott side of the family much easier, uh, just because of his demeanor. And I mean, I'm, I'm very appreciative of it. I mean, I, I really like him. I like him as a person and I mean, I think we get along great. I mean,
2: it's funny that awesome. you say that, you know, you were expecting it to be bad. You know, when, when I went into it, I, I expected it to be good positive and i expected the exact answer i got when i asked you know for his daughter's hand i you know i expected the yeah you know i don't have a problem with that but you better take care of her you I know which is the same thing that. nick got i, I asked did you did, not think that. did you expect the same thing what did you expect when you asked
1: <laughs> to be honest with you i wasn't sure i mean like you were unsure of yourself i'm surprised I mean, at that i i was just unsure of what to expect just because you know she was the first and again mm-hmm. i was the first of my real tight-knit group of friends to get married so mm-hmm. like i didn't have anyone to go to i you know i just you know kind of winging did it, on it. My own. Yeah.
2: that's what you it's always do style, you're a baby. winger let's yeah. wing it um
1: let's wing it i got a, i got a good ending thing if you guys want to do it yeah you know and yeah. right. on a positive hit. note hit us uh, i say we go around and say one thing that we actually enjoy the most about our father-in-law just a positive way to end off our father-in-law episode.
0: Okay.
2: I'm on well, board. I, you know, I got to say, you know, it's just starting out, but I, I love the fact that he's a straight shooter that, you know, you know, if I know that I could ask him for something if I needed it. And I think he knows that, you know, if he needed me, my help for something, he shouldn't have to hesitate. But, you know, no one says you have to be best friends with your father-in-law um, and that you're going to have all the common interests, but our common interest is his daughter. I love his daughter. He loves his daughter you know, and the fact that he can tell me straight sh- shooter where I stand, you know, I really like that.
1: Um, for for me, um, and Steve, you'll you'll experience this, you know, once you have kids, he is an absolutely wonderful grandfather. I mean,
2: wonderful. Yeah, he really is. Like, I can see that. All you right. know,
1: and, you know, the way he treats my children and the way, you know, it's, it's actually a joy to watch him, you know, interact with with my kids. I mean, he is a wonderful grandfather. So that's that's probably the nicest thing I can say about him. And, you know, the thing I probably respect the most about him is just how great he is with my kids.
0: Let's not take that lightly either. That's not something that that I- I've known Nick for a long time. I've known Steve and Nick for a long time. We've known each other. We're going on ten years, boys. By the way, right? Um, yeah. Um, and that's not something that he that anybody throws around lightly. That's that's a that's a, no. that's, a that's very high praise. That's very yes. high praise. Yes. Um, let me think. I I, uh, I wanna I wanna do it justice. That's that's the way that I wanna I wanna word this. The, way, the best thing that I could say, something positive that I can say about my father-in-law is not anything that he has done, because he is going to be him thick and thin, and if anybody knows him, that's just the way that he is. He didn't care if you like it. He didn't care really anything, to be honest. He's going to be the way that he is, and that's it. Something positive about my father-in-law would be some the way that I feel internally about him, not necessarily like I'm so lovey-dovey about him or anything like that. I'm the type of person that... If you are in my circle, I would do anything for you, and I would give you anything, right? If you, right. if you are, if you are in that that tight knit group of people that I absolutely adore with everything that I have, if you called me and you said, "Hey, I need, you know, I, I cannot answer the the follow up question to this, but I need fifty thousand dollars tomorrow, right? I don't have anywhere else to go." I did something really messed up. I don't know what right. I am going to do. I, we would figure it out, right? I, I don't, you know, I, was, I you know, we, we would figure it out. We would, we would do something. And I am not that way with very many people. I, I'm just not. Right. I'm not that way with certain family members of mine. I'm not that way with you know, people that I've known my entire life. And I'm that way with him. The way that he has treated me, the the way that that their entire family, but especially Jeff. Has treated me with my family being in South Florida, and I mean little things, things that you don't really realize that are going to be a problem, like Christmas and Thanksgiving and stuff like that. It, those are very, mm-hmm. oh yeah, those are very difficult things, especially when your family's fifteen hours away. Stressful can, things. They're stressful things, but I mean, I don't have anywhere to go, right? It's Christmas Day. If I can't go to their house, I can't go anywhere. Like I'm sure mm-hmm. I, you know, I can go to you know right. friend's house, but I mean, really, like you know what I'm saying. Right. and over time something within myself kind of clicks eventually with with you know a group a small group of people that i i kind of come to the realization that hey i would do anything for this person and you know he he's in that small group and that's not i don't i don't say that lightly at all i say that like in in absolution i say that in in complete truth and utter faith that he has no idea that that's even the case, but I, I really believe that. And I mean, that, that's a big deal for me, I would say.
1: I, I would agree. That is a big deal for you. That, that, you know, coming from you, that's a big thing. Yeah.
0: So, high praise. Yep. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, I think that was a really good one. I, I'm, I'm yeah. on board with that. Um, everybody yep. hit, uh, hit us up on social media, send us an email, Um, you know people get ready for the next episode you know uh, paternity leave we're gonna try to work out a schedule like I said last time when we haven't done it naturally but um, we're gonna try to work out a schedule where we get more uh, frequent on on when we're gonna put out episodes we'll have a certain date but we're not there yet Um, if you have any questions if you have something that you want to talk about Uh, If you have a certain guest that you want us to bring on, let us know, and uh, we'll try to make it happen. But until then, uh, take care, guys, and uh, thanks for listening.
2: Uh, listening. Later. Thanks, everybody. everybody. Bye.